I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode of the Morning Stream is brought to you by Blue Chew. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TMS to receive your first month free. Coming up on TMS, exit whole soup. Don't vape me, bro. Gibraltar is giving 110%. Who hand Luke? I'm going to buy an effing taser. Like Fun Dip? No, not like Fun Dip? Weird cheese people. I'll kill your family unless you lick this battery. Nobody likes Woods McKenzie. Snakes on a porch. May the 25th be with you. A Utah 6 is a California 30. The Shaggy Podcaster. Don't lose to the freaking Grizzlies. Don't let your Nicole... <laughs> your Nicole... <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your niche internet fame turn you into a dick. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Send only $1 and this seal from the tuck-in flap of any box of Kaiser foil. It's quilted. It's quilted. Why does somebody not know how to flush the toilet after they've had a shit? <laughs> As Shakespeare said, shit happens. This is the morning stream. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is TMS, the morning stream for Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. Scott Johnson here, Brian Ibbett there. Good morning, Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Scott Johnson. Hey, man, it's uh, Tuesday, you know, which means nothing really. Just Tuesday, it's uh, it's fine. Yeah, Tuesdays are yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Five days left uh, in the month, so hurry up and uh, I don't know what do you got to get done before May ends for you. Do you have anything where you're just like, oh, I got to get just, done? Yeah, just a just a project. But before we even go any further, happy real Star Wars Day. Oh. Let's let's say let's this is the real Star Wars Day because. Uh, Star Wars uh, A New Hope came out on this day in 1977. That's right. This is your Star Wars day. Now, when did they call it A New Hope? That was way later, right? Yeah, it was way later. Well, right. I mean, that was still in the scroll. A New Hope. Yeah, well, I guess Uh, it was more of an episode four thing. Like, when did they call it a... Yeah. Wasn't it until the prequels? And then we're like, oh, okay. Now that's four. Yeah, I think so. Right. I think... uh, Or was it it even like... um, uh, before Return of the Jedi, that they said, well, okay, so really, they're all Star Wars. We're just going to start calling the first one A New Hope. Yeah, I think that was about the time. That was an odd mm-hmm. uh, it was an odd change, but I'll take it. It's fine. Star Wars mm-hmm. is great, and you should celebrate it today, everybody. I was, uh, yeah. what, eight, seven, eight years old? 78 years old, yeah, that's it. Seven yeah, or eight. years old, huh? <laughs> and uh, was in line and was so stoked, and it changed my life. And uh, 
pretty sure I saw it, I don't know, five times in movie theaters. Something yeah. like that. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw it five times that first weekend in movie theaters. Uh, Scott, when yeah. you're when you're the product of a divorce uh, divorce family, you can con both of your parents into taking you to see Star Wars over and over to oh, make them the cool parent. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a great idea. See, I didn't have that option. My parents Dad were took my- me to see Star Wars again this weekend. Now I've seen it with him four times. Right. I didn't have that. I couldn't go to them and go, hey, parents who are still in the same room, uh, how about another Star Wars viewing? It didn't work that way. That's a bummer. Yeah. I didn't think nope. of that. It's a benefit to, 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 to being in a divorced home. One of them. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Are there One any- of the very few. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not normally something we celebrate, but you know. I'll you take the <laughs> we'll take the silver lining. That's um, right, exactly. Well, anyway, we uh, we got plenty to do, and Justin later, and all that stuff. So, so stick yeah. around for that. Uh, I got so okay. A few things going on, and uh, I had a, I had something happen with some geese at the lake today on, Ooh, on my morning okay. walk. We've just we're, we've been walking an hour every morning around the lake. Uh, now that the weather's nice and it's kind of still cool in the morning, it's like perfect walking weather. So we we're cool. out there sort of hard walking it around the. The lake there, looking at all these houses we'll never afford, and uh, uh, and some of these things, dude. Like this one house, I don't. It's got to be six or seven million, which in Jeez. California would be like forty million. I don't know, but he's just enormous, <laughs> freaking. Are you saying are you saying it's a it's a Utah six, but a California twelve? Kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> although although those numbers are merging lately, so I, I shouldn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I shouldn't say, but. Anyway, uh, we're walking around there and lots of things are happening. But the thing that happened to me that I need to tell everybody about is more of like a, 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 a PSA, sort of a warning to everybody. Okay. okay. So this right. is my, cons- think of this as my community service for the day to remind people how to, how to be with their trash. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Your trash days on Tuesdays or no Mondays? Uh, Wednesdays. Wednesdays. It's Wednesdays. Yep. Mine's today. So yesterday is the get ready for the trash day, right? Yeah. Well, I <laughs> thought I had thrown something away that I shouldn't have. And oh, no. Went, oh, okay. no. I've got to go fish that out of the can because I can't throw that away. I won't get into what the thing was. It's not important. But I go okay. out there to get it. And yeah. I think, oh, well, it's just down in this corner. So I can just get, I can just fish around <laughs> here and get that thing that I need. Sure. Sure. Oh God. And I'm reaching down and I'm reaching down far enough. I'm, you know, as tall as I am, I still have to kind of bend way over and I'm not looking directly into the can and we're not gross. We have, we seal our bags when we're done. We take them, you know, it's not like it's a big cesspool garbage can. It's got neatly, you know, packaged garbage bags, individual in the bags separated out. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not too worried yeah. about it. It's not like I'm going to put my hand in, in a bottle of goo or whatever. I just uh-huh. need to find this thing. So I'm digging around in there and I hit something soft and a little cold. Oh, I'm like, okay. what's, what's this exactly? So I come back out of the can. Oh my gosh, shut up. My echo thinks I'm talking to her. Alexa, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Why does she think? I didn't say anything. No, anyway. I know. So oh, you're talking about something cold and wet. Can I help you with that? What can I order you now from Amazon? Yes. That will, would, you, yeah. right, would you like would you like me to order a the frosty from Wendy's? That's so freaking annoying. <laughs> well anyway, so I come out of there and I'm like, oh what could that even be? 
And the, yeah. the best I could describe it, it would be like if you put your hand, close your eyes, or put on a blindfold and put your hand in a pot of cold oatmeal. It's that kind of feeling. Oh no! Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. So think of that consistency. You know that sort of thing. So I come out of the can with this hand, and I look at it in almost slow motion, it felt like. And I am covered. My hand is now a glove yeah. of Weimariner poop. Oh, no. So one of Carter's freaking poo bags that she does to pick up the around the yard or whatever wasn't yeah. sealed properly. I say Carter. It could have been me. I don't actually know because we both pick it up. But uh-huh. uh, it was had opened just enough. That one of them had, and she, this is a big dog. She she poops like a man, like more than a man. Yeah, yeah. It's like the size yeah, of this uh... water bottle, like that big, you know? <laughs> it's like furniture. Um, anyway, I didn't know what to do. I just kind of stood there going, oh my gosh, a giant, I'm my hand is covered in dog poo. What, yeah. do, what do I do? And it was kind of, it was cold, but it's like, you know, not old. And like I said, like, like, blah. It was awful. Yeah. So I didn't know yeah. what to do. So all I did was go, eh, and like shake it off into the thing. <laughs> Kim! Yeah, Kim! <laughs> she wasn't here, so I couldn't, I couldn't rely on her. So I just, I ran in there and I washed my hands like a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what else to do. I don't I even know, like, yeah, yeah, you got to get the scrubber out. You got to go under the nails. Yeah, yeah. It's really lame. Oh. And I never found the thing that I was looking for. I'll just tell you oh, what no. it was. I lost a watch, and I thought I threw it in the trash. Oh, God. Like oh, your, I found it since, though. Fitbit-y kind of watch? No, it's this one. I found it since. You know that wooden one that we got? The, oh, yeah. yeah. That? I found uh-huh. it. It was nowhere in the. It was nowhere near the garbage. None of that stuff had happened, although I still can't find my Fitbit, so that's still lost. But Oh, no. Um, well, it's time to, time to get an Apple Watch. The, pro- <laughs> the problem is, I, well, I had one, and I broke it, uh, shat- yeah. or cracked it. And yeah. then it You're stopped working, and I went, I'm like, do I ever want to spend that kind of money on a watch again? For what I use it for? I don't know, man. Like, it just doesn't, I can't justify it anymore. So, unless someone gives yeah, me see, an Apple I, Watch. I use mine all the time for um, uh, for bike riding, for directions. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't. I if get, you don't use it for that kind of stuff. No, and I get that sense. it's convenient for that. Like, I get that. Yeah. I mean, but part of me actually likes having less notifications. Like, I kind of like having. Oh yeah, I already no, have enough. I don't have any sort of Twitter or um, uh, Discord notifications on here. Nothing's tapping my wrist if I don't want it to tap my wrist. That's good because you don't want it. Um, but so I just found myself like kind of not missing it, and I went, "Well, if I don't miss it, then I'm not going to buy more. I'm not going to buy it again." So for now, I'm off. I'm off the wagon. The point is, though, this watch is fine. Fitbit's gone. And my hand was covered in poo. So, yeah. So to remember that next time you shake my hand or whatever, right? Just remember that I have this this right hand. Yeah, I think all of a sudden, uh, you know, I think I think we're we're going with a uh, non handshaking lifestyle, and mm-hmm. you've just you've just confirmed that that's what we need to do. Yeah, I would not uh, recommend greeting me. I mean, that, that's one of the nice things about. It. I still don't know what the new protocol is. Like when I see an acquaintance. Um, am I to, what am I to do? Am I supposed yeah, well, to? Well, we met, uh, so when we were in Vegas, we met, um, the gen, so we gave hugs to James and Sved, obviously, and, and, uh, Mizzoula, and I did the, the British side cautious hug uh, with Mizzoula. 
Well, only he's, because I had a backpack that I was holding because he, he met us at the airport. Yeah, but, um, but he's vaccinated, isn't he? He's got both the shots. Yeah, he's vaccinated. Everybody, everybody that we saw. Was, oh yeah, if you're vaccinated, just hug, man. Who cares? Uh, yeah, Shojo and you're all in Danny this together. Yeah, um, and we hugged Shojo and and no, no, actually, no, we did fist fist bumps with uh, Shojo and Danny. No hugs for Shojo and Danny. Oh. Um, we we kind of let people initiate what they what they want, right? Like. Yeah. You were like, oh, hey, it's good to see you. And then if they put their arms out and say, oh, come on, mm. then we'll hug. But if they're like, out comes the, uh, the fist, it's like, no problem. We're good with that, too. We will we will do whatever. We will greet you in whatever way you're comfortable. Yeah. Aside from the way dogs greet each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although, maybe I can start. I don't know. I've, I've got my hand covered in it. Now, what's the next step? I start sniffing people's butts. I'm becoming a right. dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no. It's it's. Uh, I forgot what where all that was going. Oh, the new protocol. Yeah, the the new protocol for us is we let the person we see kind of dictate. The way I'll uh, do it is if I don't know you, I'll fist bump yeah. you. Right. If oh, I, that's where it was going. It was that was uh, Jen's new husband uh, put his hand out for a handshake, and I think he was the he's the first person I've shaken hands with. In the last fifteen months, I think. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. yeah. See, it's the, the, some pe- it's hard to some people are used yeah, to the shake. It's hard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying here's my rule. It's easy. If I know you're vaccinated, hug me all over the place. It's fine. Sure. If you're if I know <laughs> all you're over not, the place now. Ooh. If you're not vaccinated, then and you come to hug me, well, that's kind of on mm-hmm. you. And if I know that you're not vaccinated, I won't probably initiate anything because I would like you to be safe and vaccinated first because exactly. I'm safe, yep. but you're not. So, so yeah, it's easy. It's all, it's all you had to do. But with strangers, I ain't hugging y'all. Y'all can buy, I don't want to do that on a normal year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I think that's also the protocol is, uh, if I don't know you, I ain't touching you. That's right. And KT data next bump, time I see hug, you. Sh- handshake, none of that stuff. We should all do bum, bum bumps like a you know a little tink like a like a i don't know what do you call that when you hip somebody give somebody the hip you know oh the I mean? cross check them i guess that is kind of like a cross check isn't it i've been it watching is. a lot of nhl lately oh have you been that's nice yeah i didn't well, know avalanche, you were a follow avalanche is so. in the uh the playoffs the yeah. las vegas golden knights are in the playoffs if they win yeah. uh then the uh the abs and the golden knights are probably going to play each other you got any money on that deal I uh, had some on the Avalanche, but I don't have anything on the Golden Knights tonight. T- tonight, tomorrow night. I think tomorrow night's their next game. Well, I'm glad I had no money on the Jazz Grizzlies opener because mm. the Jazz, with even though they have the best record in the league, they lost yeah. their first game of those playoffs. Ah, of the playoffs at home, at home, bastards. <laughs> it's our first chance. We got a real chance this year, like, and we haven't had it since Michael Jordan was the giant freaking uh, monkey in the room who couldn't. We couldn't get past him. He's too good. Yeah. He's the. That wasn't a racial thing, by the way. When I, <laughs> I just couldn't think of another animal. Elephants. What I was trying to say. He's the goat. You got the goat in the way. The greatest right. of all time. You can't right. get your ring in the '90s with your best team ever if you got Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. And the rest of that team, some of the greatest players in the history of the planet. So now's our yeah. chance. So don't blow it, you guys. Don't lose to the freaking Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. <laughs> well, let's let me tell you really quickly before we get to this first email because uh, we're talking about about betting on games. So uh, uh, we we're sitting in the uh, in Mandalay Bay, which is an MGM owned property. It's one of the MGM group of uh, of hotels. Yeah. And I'm realizing, oh, I need to put a bet on the Avalanche game tonight. I'll just do it from my Bet MGM app because I don't want to bet. I don't want to uh, go to the sports book and make a bet there because then I have to go back and collect there. And if I forget, I've come home with tickets before that I've forgotten to collect or didn't have time to collect and had to mail them. So basically $3 of mailing and certification to get $6 back from a, from a football win. Sure. But, uh, the big money it's yeah, exactly. So, um, so I'm like, all right, I'll just open up the app. I've, you know, it's, it's legal now in Colorado. So I've got the bet MGM app on my, on my phone. Um, but no, because I'm registered because, because my app is registered for voting or for, for voting for gambling in Colorado, even though I am in Las Vegas, at an MGM property using the MGM app on the MGM Wi-Fi, I cannot place a BetMGM bet. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> on my Colorado team. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, this is something that uh, Mizzoula talked about. Yeah, you can't, you know, you, you, there are certain places you just can't do that. You just have to go up to a... Uh, uh, go up to a, a betting window to do it, and he knows the he knows the rules better than anybody, right? Like he can tell you whatever. Like if I had any, yeah, any exactly. kind of betting questions, I'll go to that's my guy. I'm going to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you too. You exactly. often you often know this stuff. It seems like, but I I'm done with it. I don't know. I know yeah. I can put quarters in a slot machine. Bing bing bing. There you bing. go. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there are any new slot machines that might entice you enough to want to put a quarter in. Like if they if they made a World of Warcraft slot machine, you'd probably oh, say, "All right, well, let's just see what it does." Of course, I would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll and I do it with all the nerdy ones. I'll put quarters in everything once. Yeah. I mean, but but I will yeah. never be that guy with a cup and a cigarette with ashes hanging <laughs> off the end. Nobody nobody has a cup anymore though, because you can't put quarters in anything. Because oh, uh, it's yeah. all ticket in ticket. It's all Tito. It's ticket in ticket out. T I T O. So if I get if I win a hundred grand, I take it to the window and then they give me my whatever. If you win a hundred grand, you stay where you're at. You flick on the the service light and you you uh, you demand a hand pay, which sounds like a. Also sounds like a sexual thing you can get in yeah, Las Vegas. A hand pay. Mm. A hand pay. <laughs> That's only legal downtown. You have to go to the old strip to get a hand pay. That's right. There's yeah. There's uh, we were talking about that. There's probably only one place left in downtown. I think the um, the El Cortez that still has quarter machines where you'll sit there with a the cup and. The El Cortez is that really a place? The El Cortez, yeah, downtown. It's a, it's it's a really cool little hipster. Hotel with a, with just a few machines. I mean, it's more for like, yeah, we want to stay downtown. We don't care if there's machines in the lobby, but um, that was a place that uh, Same Sex Mary was performing uh, quite a bit mm. uh, in, 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 back in the day. Oh, I meant to ask: Are they able to do? Are they? Do they have any gigs now? Can they do any? Of that um, they're again? just starting to get stuff together. No gigs currently on the docket, but they've been getting together and rehearsing for a new album that they're working on. Oh, very and, nice. Um, very cool. excited about that. And as a matter of fact, and I'll tell you later on in the show about something that uh, Svet is working on that is really cool and would be of 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 interest to many a Frog Pants listener that has an artistic side to them. Ooh. Well, yes, okay then. Now, about you, that you, at the end of the show. Yeah, you piqued my interest. All right. Let's uh, read these couple of quick emails. 
Got this yeah. one from Christina W. who wrote in and says, Hello. This is for you, Brian. My sure. husband listens to your show and has heard you all talk about oxtail soup in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, Which God. restaurant? We are in Vegas for a week, and he said he has to try it. Thanks so much, Christina. Yes. So where do you go? What's the place? Oh, God, it is the best place. Uh, this is downtown at a place called, at the hotel called The Californian. And uh, you have to go to the market cafe market street cafe in the californian okay and i don't know if basically they simmer it all day long so i don't know how late you have to go there before they start serving oxtail soup i remember going there at like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night um let me see if that's still the case here so they i remember this place uh yeah it wasn't too far from our venue that we did for 2018. Nope, it was, it's a cross and down from the plaza. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, from yep, our serve uh, daily. I mean, basically you've got the, you've actually got the oxtail bone in the soup, but the, it's been simmering for so long that the meat just falls off of it and yeah. it tastes so good. Yeah. Don't, and don't worry. We all know that that tail was right near its, its exit hole. We know. <laughs> Don't worry. They clean them real good, right? Like they don't... uh... Scott, you ever eat a rump roast? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, the rump roast is the muscle though, right? It's not like in the... That tail's just right there where the... Okay, exit. (laughs) Exit out, everybody. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, think about that next time you got a hot bowl of... uh... Sure. However, Christina, if if you are going to have to take a... uh, The oxtail soup is great, and if you're still there in Vegas, like another recommendation I talked about yesterday was that Shang Noodle place. Um, Get there and get some of the soup there if you guys are into the, the... amazing asian soup it's so good i talked to kim about that place and she's very yeah. jealous she wants she wants to go there so mm. next time we're out there we're going it's now going to be a like i'm going there when we go to uh vegas for tms vegas 2022 oh. and there will i think we i think we can safely say there will be i don't see any reason why there won't be one in 2020 barring any resurgence of the pandemic there'd have to be a whole new of an insurgence there'd have to be like a whole new virus or it'd have to have a mutation where it's so yeah. bad that everybody's now exposed again and needs, you know, we have to do fresh science or whatever. Like, it would yeah. have to be so bad. Because I agree yeah. with you. No matter what, early 2022, yep, we're doing it. Yep. Think yep. like March, April. Exactly. Keep exactly. your window open, everybody. Yeah, All right. and roll the windows down. Yes, and don't. <laughs> <laughs> Blame the fart on the driver. Okay, check this out. Uh, one more here from Jeff. Jeff Sire, a friend up north in the uh, oh, yeah. beautiful Canadian wilderness. Uh, Jeff Sire wrote in from Ontario and says, Scott and Brian, uh, he would like a word with us. After your discussion about things you guys do that annoy your wives, I thought I would tell my wife Jennifer about it. When I told her about Scott clicking the parking brake, <laughs> knowing that it bugged Kim, <laughs> I could see Jen did not think it was uh, that did not think this was amusing. So I asked her uh, what she would do if I intentionally bugged her like that. Her reply, uh, he says that you should probably do this in the Tina voice. (laughs) In my my Tina voice, yeah. Yeah, so do it. Uh, Well, they have lots of guns down there, so I bet they have tasers too. I'd buy a taser and zap you every time you did it. Bet I'd only have to do it once. (laughs) I love that she thinks because there's lots of guns down here right. meaning it's America. Just like a I can just go get a vending, taser. Vending yeah. machine guns and you sure. know street corner uh 
I probably uh, is it hard to get a taser? It probably isn't. Probably easy, right? I bet you. I bet you. Well, it's got to be way easier to get a taser than a gun. I bet I could go to Walmart now and get a gun, or uh, I mean, a taser. I'm gonna look up Amazon right now and just see. Can I buy one online? Can I just? Oh buy yeah. A, buy an effing taser. Hold on. Oh yeah, you totally can. Yeah. Uh, sure. Just does there's... Anchor? Does Anchor make a taser? <laughs> yeah. Does Anchor or Aki? Do Aki? They, yeah. Do they have one? <laughs> Oh, there's even a gun, the Taser Pulse self-defense tool, like one of the gun types with a big yellow front on it so no one thinks you have a real gun. Oh, there's a what, flashlight that doubles as one? Ooh. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. I want one that looks like a vape pen, so it looks like you're vaping, but really you're a, you're a threat. You're, you're getting ready to tase. Don't get yeah. those two things confused. Jeez. All right, well, apparently KG tasers... Data says Aki is banned from Amazon right now. Is that really the case? No. Really? I just bought How some is that from possible? Them. No, they're here, aren't they? Wait, you know what? They're not on there. Look at that. What happened? Oh, no. Aki uh, headphones are still Five there. days ago, Amazon internal messages show the FTC is prodding the tech giant to punish fake review scammers. Apparently, Aki and MPOW. Oh, my gosh. I think I have a pair or had a pair of MPOW uh, headphones. The, there's still some listings, though. Aki true wireless earbuds are up here still. Um an Aki USB yeah. or no Aki Home twelve in one air fryer toaster. So there's still hmm. some in here, but there must be some stinker going on because I don't see most of their stuff. Yeah, apparently is a uh... <laughs> weird. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, fake reviews. Fake reviews, everybody. Who knew that that would be the problem in this? Yeah. Show? Wow, Aki. Yeah, what's going on, Aki? Um. Anyway. Uh, he says some that's some fun advice to pass on to Kim, which I will do. Yours in yeah. peace and harmony, yeah. Jeff Sire. All right, Jeff. Well, we appreciate <laughs> I'll bet if Kim had a taser handy and you did that thing with the emergency brake, you'd only do it once. Oh, yeah. There's be no other. There's no do-overs after that. <laughs> I've never been tased, so I don't really know what it feels like, but I've talked to people who have. And here's the yeah. problem. I'm, I'm super skittish around electricity type... Uh, stuff like that so you sure. can't even hand me like a nine volt battery and say put that to your tongue i can't do it <laughs> i freaking can't do it i cannot force myself to do it i've done it before yeah when i was yeah. a kid but for whatever reason right now I, there's a million things i would rather do if you said uh we're gonna kill your family unless you lick this battery okay fine i'd do it <laughs> you'd do it but that'd be it that'd be about it like, i uh um yeah, deathly afraid also of electricity. Up until about last year or two years ago when I installed an extra outlet yeah. into my bathroom after watching like a YouTube video. It's the new way of learning how to do something these days, folks, is yep. just watch a YouTube video. But yep. um, now it's like, okay, I feel I feel, uh, I feel pretty good about, about electricity and knowing what to do. Yeah. And then I'm probably where it is or what it's from is when I peed on that electric fence when I was a kid, <laughs> which we've talked about on the show once, but it's just like, yeah. you have that experience and you, and you are forever like, I'm not going near any electrified wires ever again. Cause that was not nice. Did not enjoy it. Wow. But I did find it stimulating. Just kidding. Stimulating. Right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, move past all this and move into sure. the zone of this. It's the news, and it's brought to you by... Was Three's company any good? Come and knock on Scott's door real time on Was It Any Good? Where Get it wherever you get your podcasts, or at frogpants.com slash any good. Do you want the short review? 
where the podcasts are hers and hers and his. <laughs> was it any good? Uh, no, it was it was garbage. It's but, not great. It's pretty. Yeah. Bad. Which which episode did you watch? For I that? watched one that was recommended by a listener. Um, and the way these work, you guys, is when you listen, I watch it on the air. So think of it as like almost almost like a like film sack watch along, kind of except it's yeah. you're going to hear the audio like you actually hear it. It ducks, it, you know, it ducks when I talk. Like it's like we're okay. in the room listening to what they're saying. Yeah. And um, it was one where Jack Tripper has to go fly somewhere to help uh, Janet out. And it's a later season. So Chrissy's gone. It's the new Chrissy. Oh, it's the nurse. The nurse, right. Oh, that's right. Yep. She was a nurse. Um, and you had to go with Janet to some other, uh, some island where this really fancy schmancy birthday, birthday party was going on. Mm-hmm. And then Did while they you, have to pretend they were married? They had to pretend they were together. Uh-huh. So that was definitely a thing. And she uh-huh. was trying to get the favor of the guy who was there. And it turns out his sister, he she thought him and this lady were, were really getting it on, but they weren't. It's his sister. Brother and but sister. they didn't know, yeah. right? But the whole premise yeah. is that Jack has was to Was her take- last name Lannister? <laughs> no. They never forget their debts. That's one thing. <laughs> um, but they, but he didn't. He can't fly without freaking out. So he had to take tranquilizers. And so the whole thing oh, is him way all over, tranked up, all tranked up, saying terrible things and reversing his, you know, saying things that he has to fix later and all that. It's just, right. it's, it's just, it is what it is. It's a thing of its time. And I'll yeah. say, you know, John Ritter was a very talented physical comedian. Oh, yeah. Yes. But he was born at the wrong time because that stuff's just bad. Oh, yeah. and, there were, and that yeah, episode just, had no Mr. Furley, and I was annoyed because I was really looking forward to Don Knotts, but it didn't happen. Oh, right. Yeah. So you didn't even have a roper. You had a no roper and no Furley. No in that Furley, one. no roper. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would have, uh, what episode I would have suggested. Hmm. Because was there ever like a controversial episode of of Three's Company? I don't know. So that's that's usually what I'll hone in on if I can find it, and this or or I'll find out what everyone thinks is the best one of all time, or yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And in this case, it was just this guy just thought it was peak Jack Tripper, and he's right. It wow. kind of is. I mean, it's full on right Pratt Falls and physical yeah. comedy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was all over, not all over, but my my uh, roommate of choice was Jenny Lee Harrison. Mm. She was the middle. She was between uh, uh, Chrissy Snow and the the nurse whose name I can't remember. Jenny Lee Harrison. Jenny Lee Harrison. Uh, she was the sister, I think. Of she was another Snow. Uh, oh right, she was Chrissy's sister. Yeah, that's why in the episode I kept referring to this other lady, Cindy as, Snow. Yes. 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 Oh yeah, she's lovely. Yeah. Ooh, she's very pretty. Ooh, she's very plastic now. All right. Yeah, um, not so good these days. Well, you know that's what they do. That's, that's what, what happens. That's yeah. what they do. Um, yeah. Uh, the but my my bottom line takeaway is Three's Company is a very mixed bag, and a thing of its time, and it's kind of fun to go back to it, but it's not the sort of thing I ever want to binge. Mm-hmm. Like there are better comedies of that era I would binge uh, before I would binge that. Um, but anyway, I don't know what's next, sure. but it's another fan recommended one, so watch for that. Cool. Uh, Eurovision, the winner, uh, has now agreed. It was Italy, you know, the Italy's, the Italians won the Eurovision. <laughs> all right. I don't I, watch you know, Eurovision I, at all. The Tadpool like I, uh, got together and watched it over Discord and uh, on, on Saturday. And I, you know, if it were any other weekend, I might have sat there and joined them just because mm-hmm. I've never seen it. But uh, yeah. It's not my jam. Did not know. work in Vegas. I don't know why I don't like it. I don't. It's not that I don't like it. I just can't get interested. I try. I don't know. I tried mm. one year. Just can't. Listen, Abba was it. a was a winner early on, or at least a contender. Well, they they deserved it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Deserve that. Um, well, anyway, this thing happened, and I mostly followed it on Twitter, but I couldn't help but notice a lot of people putting up this clip of this dude in the green room on the Italian team, uh, seemingly leaning over on his table and pounding down a snort of cocaine. Oh, no, really? On camera, yeah. And uh, everybody's like, I'm pretty sure that guy did it. So here's what happened. Um, and it was the it is the guy who the Italian guy who ended up winning? Yeah, the winner, the, the, the lead singer of their little bit. Manny Skin. <laughs> uh, so as a member of the band that won this year's Eurovision Song Contest has agreed to take a drug test, the events organizer said Sunday after video of the Italian frontman leaned, uh, leaning his face toward a table raised suspicions of cocaine use. It definitely looked like that's what he was doing, but you couldn't really? quite see. Oh, man, I wish I would have seen this video. I know, I'm and the, for link, it now. the link has had the video, and then it got removed. Let's see. Yeah. Maybe they put it back. No. Oh, maybe they did. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to see. No, that's a news video. They don't actually show it now. Somebody removed the video, and that sucks, because I've seen the video, and it's great. It's great because yeah, this guy's like, unavailable. he's going like, yeah, and then he leans over and he just, and then comes up again going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was just looking at broken glass, looking yeah. at it really closely. He exactly. Says. Anyway, he says he'll take a drug test. He's like, all right, fine. His name is Demonio David. It's a weird, <laughs> weird name. Sure. Lead Come singer, the glam rock band Main Skin. Uh, I think, yeah. Was that how you, it's got an umlaut. I don't know. A, it's got the little circle above the A. That's that's one I that's one I don't know. That's not a long or short vowel sound. I don't know what that is. Is that called not umlaut? Um, no, it's a not just accent. Something else. Ederisi or something like that. Uh, uh, what are those little pickle tasting things that are like little balls? <laughs> what are those called? You know what I'm talking pickle about? Tasting things. They take olives? like pickles. <laughs> not olives. No, they're like they you put them in a you put them in soups. Um, little tiny things, capers. Uh, I'm going to call that oh, a caper. Capers. I'm going to call it a caper. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just going to call it that. Uh, anyway, it won international competition on Saturday. Offered to take voluntary drug test after arriving home, according to the EBU, uh, the event organizer. Uh, quote: The test was requested by them last night, but could not be immediately organized by the EBU. Uh, we are looking at a f- uh, footage carefully, and will update further in due course. He has denied taking the drugs. His band, management, and the head of the Italian delegation have said there were no drugs present in the green room where David and his band were uh, sitting during the incident in question. I don't use drugs, David said at a press conference. Yeah, Please, guys, don't say that. Really, no cocaine, he says. (laughs) Claire put a uh, link to the YouTube video in here. And uh, yeah, it looks like so they're in there. Like, I was thinking that this was, uh, it's funny because it looks like they're in the audience, but mm-hmm. they've just got so many video screens around them. Right. But uh, it's the look that the other guy gives while the uh, while the, the dude who's allegedly snorting, it's kind of like a little, a little smile, like, uh, oh, uh-huh, can do that? Have some of that? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he took one and he passed. Is this, we've got an update. He passed the test. He doesn't have cocaine oh, he did. in his All system. Right. All right. Well done. Turned out to be, uh, uh, what is that? That powder The uh, comes with a candy candy oh, stick. Um, Lickamade. He was uh, snorting Lickamade. Lickamade. Is that what it's called? Lickamade? 
Lick and Maid? What am I thinking of? Dippin' Dots. No, not Popeye? Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots? Popeye. Popeye? Not Popeye? Popeye? Not Popeye. Popeye? Synthetic pea and ween? Shaved at Maddox. What are, where are we going with this? All right. <laughs> pixie sticks? Not pixie sticks. No, not pixie sticks. It's that other... Fun dip? Fun, fun dip. dip. Fun dip? Fun yes. dip. Fun dip. Right? Is this oh, a regional? Yeah. Uh, yeah, fun dip. You got the four pack, different flavors. You got that weird candy stick you dip in them, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was originally called Lickamade. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Oh, it was originally okay. called Lickamade. You're old school. That's what that is. I apparently am. Like before uh, Wonka bought it, they were Lickamade. Hold on, Wonka owns this. <laughs> it's a Wonka product now. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes. Okay, so like a Willy Wonka type. Oh, yeah, it is Wonka now. Look at that. Yeah. Where's the to see? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what's funny? I, it's just thinking this last night about your, you kind of have this old soul sort of stuff going on. I do. Yeah. I'm watching this TikTok channel, and it's all like retro stuff. And one of them is the introduction of everybody in the Hollywood squares in 1979. So it's okay. like showing each square and Harvey Corman's yeah. going, hey, right, right, right. Wayland Flowers and Madam. And I went, I'm watching that going, Brian knows all of these people. <laughs> I really thought that. I almost sent you that video. I wish I would have now. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun to, it's too bad you did it. It'd be fun to actually on the air. Like, all right, you know, play a little, and then play a little bit and then pause. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> it's so you. Everything about that was you. And I just, I couldn't get it. Yeah, out I used of my to head. watch that. Um, all right, moving on here. We yeah, got so this. Lick Maid, uh, just put a link in the uh, the chat. Yeah. Lick Maid, Lick Sticks. The the lick the uh, the candy stick was called the Lick Sticks. Boy, can't can't understand why they would have changed the name of any of this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. These are terrible names. Oh, look how yeah. old that is. Wow. Yeah. Lick Maid Fun Dip. Dip it, taste it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounds like one of your weird translations of Japanese candy. It does, right? Exactly. Artificial flavored cherry, and they had that stick. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Plus, that guy looks like the—he looks like uh, one of those. I'm only a bell. One of those. Uh, right. It does look like a Saturday morning. Uh, what's that called? Uh, <laughs> jukebox. Schoolhouse rock. Schoolhouse rock. <laughs> jukebox <Yep>. rock. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the story about. Uh, oh, this is this is kind of a bummer. 20 firms, basically 20 companies, are responsible. So that's a, that's a small amount of companies worldwide, all right? Sure. Worldwide, 20 companies are responsible for 55% of the world's plastic waste. Wow. A-holes. You know, but here's the thing, right? You, you know, you make your plastic forks, plastic plates, whatever, and then they get rebranded as... Like it's all from one central factory kind of thing, or is it? Uh, oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Like who's right? actually so like, making it? I know, think I think that well, in this case, Exxon Mobil. Maybe Solo isn't the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says here that Exxon Mobil is the greatest single plastic waste polluter in the world. Um, wow! So they don't manufacture plastic goods; they just happen to use a ton of it and and whatever. They contribute 5.9 yeah. uh, million tons to the global waste mountain. Uh, this is conclu- This is based My on this. My favorite ride at uh, Disneyland, by the way, is Global Waste Mountain. <laughs> I would ride that, sure. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, turn How down. long is the line for Global Waste Mountain? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn that down. That'd be fine. 
Um, Australia, by the way, leads in the list of countries for generating the most single-use plastic waste on a per capita basis. Wow. They are ahead of the United States, South Korea, and Britain, who round out the other three, or the the top four. Yeah. Uh, The largest chemicals company in the world, uh, McKenzie, or Wood McKenzie, uh, which is out in the Dow, also Dow Chemical, which is based in the U.S. They create five point five. The least popular Bud Light character. Yeah, no. (laughs) 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 Yeah, nobody... That's our new mascot, Wood McKenzie. Yeah, Wood McKenzie. Nobody really likes Wood McKenzie. Nobody likes Wood McKenzie. Just stands there at attention. Um, Anyway... So and China, China oil. That's the other one. They but they're lower than than the, than like Exxon alone. So these yeah, aren't Dow even so none of Exxon, these. Sure. So none of these are like plastic manufacturers. They're all just wasters of it. Like you yeah. know they they use it in the, their processes, whatever their processes are. But mm-hmm. you know it's not straws and forks. It's uh, you know just tons of the stuff. Sure, it's for, probably yeah, and it probably isn't those little small things. It's going to be box inserts that hold things a certain way and things like that that can't be easily recycled and well they should do better is all i'm saying do they better. should do better agreed try to do better guys if you can that'd be good uh all right oh this is great uh i don't know how to say this county outa gamey anyway Gami? the outa gamey sheriff's count uh, county sheriff's office wherever this is let's see this is in uh i don't know where this is Maybe, maybe I don't oh, know. I'll look is. it up while you. Um, yeah, see if you can figure out where that is. Because they knew nine one one, so it's in the states. I just don't know where. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the oh, sheriff's Wisconsin. office. There's, they're at. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. They're asking. County. So weird cheese people with their names over there. What are you guys doing? <laughs> um, they're asking people to avoid calling nine one one about recent satellite sightings. So if you see a satellite light in the sky, the sheriff's saying, "Don't call nine one one. Don't think it's a UFO." Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, according to Facebook post on Sunday, uh, the the county nine one one has been receiving many questions about the long string of lights appearing in the night uh, sky lately. The lights are satellites and part of a new internet service called Starlink, which I'm signed up for beta because I want to try this, hmm. but yeah. I don't I don't have it yet. Uh, which provides Outagamy, apparently is how that's pronounced. Outagamy. Outagamy. Outagamy County. Sounds like a cheese, right? It does. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love a good fresh cut. Come try a fresh Outagamy cheese. Mm. Oh. uh, It's white. Side. (laughs) Side. uh, Yeah, it's it's 99.3% white. (laughs) Um, Y'all need to go. If you go to Midway, like I was talking about yesterday, there's this. I forgot the name of it. There's a farm that just sells. You can go in there and they have this beautiful shopping space. And they just sell fresh cheese from the farm there. I've never had better cheese. It was so good. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Huh. I don't even know. Uh, what Tom the Norm says that you had it right. I, I went online and listened to one of those. Um, uh, how do you pronounce? Uh, oh, were we things? wrong? And it said, and it said, uh, "I'll take me." So, okay. Screw you, YouTube, yeah. and people telling you how to pronounce things. They don't know anything. What do they know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just out. It's just out of gamey. Out of gamey. Out of gamey. And yeah. this is all part of Elon Musk's SpaceX program um, satellite thing. They have uh, they've launched fifteen hundred satellites so far, uh, and has about a thousand customers testing the services all right now. Uh, the most recent launch. Hey Amazon, I'd like to buy that uh, Mario Odyssey. Oh, I'm sorry, we're out of gaming. Yeah, we're out of gaming. Sorry, no gaming. 
Don't Brian, gamey. Brian's really enjoying this out of gamey stuff. You're really into it. Out of gamey. Yeah, I like it. Uh, final story today. Yeah. A snake bit a dude at a doorbell, doorbell cam, and they caught it on video, Ooh. and it's great. Although oh, now that, bad, now that yeah. video's down. What? Hold on. Oh, they pulled it down. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Yeah, I saw it before they did, though. All right. Not that I'd show this to the chat. It's a little It's a little harsh. Um Really? He, really, he gets bit right in the face. Okay, there oh, is a photo of him. I've got a, I've got a link. You want a link? Yeah. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me pull up the actual. It's on story. Facebook. Cause you see him. You see the before and after. Oh my gosh, this poor guy. Okay, where'd you put that? There it is. I put in our. Oh, Discord. someone's uh, Benjamin. You got a YouTube link as well. Uh. Oh. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Can you believe that? Oh. Here, Chad, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks up to this door, gonna go in, yeah. he lives there. Boink! What the frick? God, oh, and it's like you can tell the lower the fangs are stuck in the in his uh head for a second. Yeah, like it's almost like his eyelid almost got to his eye. Yeah. He's lucky it didn't get him right in the eye. All right. Effing snakes, dude! Oh no! Good thing this wasn't Australia. Yeah, no kidding. He would he wouldn't be around. Uh, It says here that on Sunday, Gerald Wood Haywood rather went to visit his friend Rodney Copeland in his home in Lawton, Oklahoma. As Haywood told CNN, the attack happened suddenly. He opened the screen door. Well, we've seen it. We know. Anyway, lunged forward, bit him in the head. Uh, Was a it was wrapped around the porch light, I guess. Uh, The man could not believe what happened. If the screams of horror were any indication, I didn't play the screams of horror. Did he scream? Yeah, Did he make a scream? Did he... I didn't hear the scream. I didn't have I didn't have audio on for for that very reason. Let me just see. I'm just gonna check. Okay, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, fully appropriate. I I. Uh... I would make whatever sound <laughs> like there's, there, I would make no uh no attempt to sound masculine or uh nope tough or whatever nope. whatever sound I would I would lose it. <laughs> I yeah, would I would exactly. lose it. Well, anyway, I saw a really funny okay, another great TikTok account I follow is yeah. door um ring ring videos from people's doors and it's always okay. just like funny stuff that happens uh-huh. and it's everything from like yesterday a fedex guy <laughs> was delivering something and he had to kind of squat down to get a picture of where the package was and he sat right <laughs> on a jumping cactus and then spent like 10 <laughs> minutes trying to pull cactus off his butt so it's stuff like that okay um but one of them was oh i'm trying to remember which one it was which one was i going to tell you about there's so many uh Oh, I know what it was. Yeah. The caption said, uh, this is the guy I hooked up with last night or whatever. And now it's showing like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Cause you see the little timestamp on the video. Uh-huh. Guy's leaving the house. The door, you hear the door go. He walks out on the front porch, stops there for a second and goes. And just lets off the biggest oh. fart you've ever heard in your freaking life. <laughs> And didn't know nice. he was being filmed. Thinking that he's in the clear. Yeah. 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 He didn't know he was being filmed, which just, oh. I laughed so freaking hard. That's it was like awesome. this. Where is it? Do I have it here? No. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. 
<laughs> well, a little climax at the end there, like a little. Uh, it really finished strong. Up. Yeah, it finished really strong. Uh, anyway, just did you, I guess. Did you? Were you? Uh, yeah. Did you want to go to uh, Adrian's big birthday party, TikTok teens birthday party out there in California this last weekend? No, I heard about that. What? What? No, no. Like no. However many, what twenty five thousand. Really? TikTokers showed up and and whose birthday destroyed a uh, somebody named Adrian. I don't know who, but uh, <laughs> destroyed a lifeguard tower. And uh, I figure you know all those TikTok people. You don't know Adrian on no, TikTok? I've never heard of him. Adrian Porter. How do you not know Adrian on TikTok? It must be this Adrian Porter person. Uh, okay, here's some news. Nope. Ah, I was just gonna see if I could find it. No, I hadn't heard of this. So they wrecked something. Something got. Something yeah, got... they destroyed a. So like the the thing was uh, the plan was to meet at this lifeguard tower over on uh, on I think Huntington Beach. Trivial okay. Donut Mom is, uh, and so they're all dancing on it. It's too much weight on it. It collapses, destroys the the uh, lifeguard tower. Cops come say, okay, this is too many people. You guys have to break this up. Oh, uh, no. no more of this. And then they turn into a mob and start throwing bricks and rocks and glass bottles and things like that. Oh, my gosh. That's too many people to control. You can't control and, that. And apparently doing the worm. Like, a lot of a lot of them just started started doing the worm. Sold on the worm is a, what, a dance? It's a dance, yeah. Dance. I gotta look at this. Sure. Because I don't know what the worm is. Uh, Swan Lake canceled? Hold on. Give it a... Oh, I can't find anything that just shows it. Okay. Oh, that dance. Where you go where you gotta be fifteen and, and have good bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or none whatsoever. Because you yeah. dive forward and then worm up and then Yeah, okay. Right. Right. All right. Well, whatever. The the I have the same problem with TikTok fame as I did with uh Vine or Vine fame. Or mm-hmm. or any of it. Twitch fame, any, any of it. Sure. Podcasting fr- fame for yeah, that matter. It's freaking weird, man. Yeah. I like our I like our little zone in the middle. I like our little our little happy place that's not too extreme. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't let don't let your your weird internet niche fame turn you into a dick. That's right. And that Words all, to live by today on TMS. Unrelated. Uh we're doing the worm and TMS Vegas. Everybody look forward to it. <laughs> we're gonna throw rocks and bottles yeah. and cops. I'm getting all excited now about that idea. I wanna go. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Justin Robert Young will be here. Will we want to talk yeah. political things? Maybe. Will we talk about Handmaid's Tale and the Utah Jazz? Probably. Probably. Uh, but you'll have to stick around to find out. Before all that, though, an indie in the middle from Brian Ibbett. Yeah, this one's a lot uh, shorter than seven minutes. This is, boy, talk about uh, your your brand new music that sounds like it came right out of the grunge era, which is just awesome. Um, this is a band called Super Bloom. You might have even heard of a band called Super Bloom. They're from New York City, and they have a brand new album that's coming out June, I'm sorry, June 14th. No, I'm sorry, June 1st. June 1st, the album comes out, so um, early next week. Nice. Uh, it, was, it was mixed by uh, Joe Reinhardt, who did... Uh, who's worked with Beach Bunny, Hopalong, and Joyce Manor, and mastered by Will Yip, who's worked with Code Orange, The Menzingers, and Turnstile. Um, big thanks to Earshot Media uh, for sending this along. Uh, boy, if this if this song does not make you think of Smashing Pumpkins, 
then uh, this song is almost this song almost needs a cease and desist from Smashing Pumpkins. Whoa. It's so nineties grunge. Get Billy Corgan uh, here, on the line, man. He's going to be pissed. Oh ball. yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, Here is Pollen from the band Superbloom. <laughs> guys let's take a minute and talk about our friends at blue chew today's episode sponsored by blue chew look it's been a hell of a year personally i feel like i've aged 12 years over the last 12 months and if you're like me 
You're feeling your age more than you used to. <laughs> I guess that's true. Especially in the bedroom. It's time to snap out of it. Spring is here. And it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. That's right. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the price. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve better erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in discreet packaging. Everyone's favorite packaging. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-U, or sorry, E-W, rather, dot com. So like blue, like the color blue, chew like you're chewing it, dot com. Uh, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Their licensed medical professionals and providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Because you don't have to. You chew them. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadlafil. I know I'm saying those wrong. <laughs> Tablets are completely chewable, and they're made right here in the USA. And they uh, prepare and ship them direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So, if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it comes time to perform, wink, wink, visit BlueChew.com for details and important safety information. we got a deal for you guys. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TMS, to receive your very first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for helping us out today. avalanche of smooth shaving comfort in new Gillette Foamy. Nobody makes a lather like Foamy. This is a sky above me. (laughs) The morning stream. This car smells weird. We have returned, everybody. That song again, Brian. That song again is Pollen by the band Superbloom. Nice. Yes. You know, that, that song, uh, not the song, not not Pollen by Superbloom, but the song you played at the uh, the, the coming out of the music there. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, that song makes me want to dance, and it makes me think of, I think I told a story on TMS here where... Tristan closing up the Walmart. The the closers were coming in. They come in and put on their own music. Mm. But the first thing they do is go and check all the bathrooms and make sure that there are no customers hiding in the bathrooms or the changing rooms. Sure. And um, have they ever found any? By the way, has he ever found like a person in one of those rooms? Oh yeah, totally has. Um, And and uh, this this recent time, they look under there. They see the shoes that that belong to one of the um, the people who come in for closing. So I was like, okay, well, you look under the stall and see the shoes. Like, okay, well, they're 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 here for closing, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the then they shut all the doors, switch the lights over to the cleaning the Walmart for the next day lights, and turn on the music, and all of a sudden this guy who they thought was an employee comes out of the bathroom just dancing, just like <laughs> really. Yes, that's great. Like no stealth of like I'm gonna stick around here and steal stuff. It's like nope, the music has totally taken over my body and I'm gonna dance. That's amazing. So wait, was, yeah. was he? Did he just screw up and not know it was closed, like, or was he actually there to do some dirt, or what was his uh, thing? Don't know. Tristan just got called over there to escort him to the parking lot. Weird. 
Yeah. That's a weird story. I love it, though. It's yeah, fantastic. All right. Well, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of weird stories, let's get some Speaking of, of weird on. dancing, let's get Jury in here. Yeah, why not? Why not indeed, I say. Uh, let's yeah. play this here uh, sound when he arrives. Uh, These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Welcome to the program, everybody. Uh, the one, the only Justin Robert Young, purveyor of all things political over there at the uh, yeah. PX3 podcast. But much, much more than that. Justin, welcome back to the show. Hey, friends. It's oh. great to be back. Hi, it's Hello. good to have you here. You're a little on the quiet side. Can you crank your uh, deal up just a tiny bit? Just a little. Just a wee bit. I have you maxed, but... Uh, does he have it. Does he have his lights set up in the right place? Should it be red on the I'm right? Already, I'm already on? pretty cranked up here. Yeah, am well, I not getting much better? Much no, better you sound now. right now. Yeah, right now you sound yeah, great. Much better. I was just wondering, do you have your lights set up correctly? Should it be blue on the left and red on the right? No. Well, on my left, it is blue. Oh, right. Your left, it's but your, that only applies to you. What about, what about the thousands and thousands of people watching you? Quite frankly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Well, you know, if fair if, enough, if the world <laughs> if the world were fair, we'd all know which side the right was on. Um, all right, hey, <laughs> we're uh, we're glad to have you back, of course, and uh, we're going to talk about stuff now. The world of politics this week. Well, let's just be honest; it's a little boring. It's a lot of stuff like yeah. infrastructure, and are we going to have Gates a commission? Still. Yeah, and Gates Gate <laughs> or whatever. Uh, actually, is there anything going on with him? And is there Warren any... Bobert is horrible. <laughs> and is there, is there any update with him? Is he going uh, to his, jail? Uh, didn't one of his ex girlfriends is coming forward, right? To uh, to uh, for him or against I him? Help with the investigation. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not aware. The last thing that I saw was his uh, wingman, who is just a special, special case yeah. in, in Florida. The former Seminole. County tax collector Joel Greenberg uh, did formally uh, accept a plea deal, but uh, uh, that was that was the last that I had heard in the in the in the Matt Gates. Yeah, saga. I'm guessing he okay. rolled over, and now they're just sifting through what that means and figuring out what uh-huh. their next thing. Uh-huh. So well. yeah, the question is exactly what he has. Yeah, because. He's not exactly the most trustworthy person on the planet, <laughs> yeah. uh, Joel Greenberg. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I, I think it's a, it's a wait and see situation. Mm. Uh, you know, it, the 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 women that he claims was seventeen. There were people that were on that trip that say that nobody was under seventeen. So. Who knows? Yeah. We will. Uh, I, I I will say that anybody trying to suss out the truth from this particular bag of snakes is <laughs> is going to have a very interesting time. You're going to get bit sure. by the snakes. Um, all right. Well, uh, so we're not going to talk about that even. Instead, uh, I found out that you and I are a bit at uh, different ends of a candle on a uh, on a on a cultural product known as The Handmaid's Tale. Which yeah. I have been a gigantic fan since day one, and continue to be. And I think this season's really strong. If I had to complain at all, it'd be this last episode was a little uh, hammered through for time. It felt like, but the rest of the season, I felt like they are really on like firing on all cylinders and kicking butt. And I thought Jerry no, would I've... be like, "Oh, I agree," but no, you don't. You're kind of meh on the whole thing. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it's been a, a mess of a show for a few seasons now. <laughs> I mean, I guess right. it doesn't really know what show it wants to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that's really consistent about it is that it obviously has a a message 
uh, uh, to get across. It has a political message that it wants to get across and, and a cultural message that it wants to get across. And I think that is effective. Um, you know, if if uh, uh, you want the artful metaphors of both a horrifying man and a literal pig being butchered in the same episode, <laughs> then uh, a boy, howdy, will they be here to deliver that subtlety-free metaphor? Sure. Um, but uh, uh, that being said, I, I kind of like the show at its best when it is uh, a very clear on the kind of show it wants to be that season. The problem is that it kind of uh, drifts, and so it's like I've I've liked it at its best when it's a dystopian future show mm -hmm. like I, I i cannot get enough of super weird uh, uh, uh gilead rituals mm -hmm. i think there was like a season where they just they were reliably delivering one or two bizarre gilead rituals mm -hmm. per episode and i was yeah. very happy with that yeah. uh I, sure. I i i wasn't i mean th there's like times where it kind of wants to get into house of cards sort of like political cloak and dagger territory and i, I always like that kind of stuff mm -hmm. Uh, this season seems to be a little bit more into somewhere between guerrilla warfare and the Sopranos. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I I like that as well. I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, that they always have good actors. Mm -hmm. the, the, it's a very well acted show. Mm -hmm. And so if it is, you know, essentially two warring mob families, then I think that they're going to they're going to they're going to chew up that material. That's interesting because um you're right. There, it is trying to be all of those things intermittently. Like it's trying to, it, it switches things around and tries to maybe seasonally or maybe even multiple times in a season kind of change, change the kind of thing that it is. And there's a lot more sort of, I wouldn't call it action, but there's a lot more sort of tense adventure happening in this season and less of the psychological. Uh, oh my gosh! How did we get Hope here? Yeah, and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and 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 all of that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I think that there is a, a genre of television uh, that is kind of message first mm -hmm. these days, mm -hmm. and uh, that's that's fine. You know, I think if if you are into that message being spelled out with uh, uh, exquisite acting and okay writing, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> you're going to be super excited by Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But uh, <laughs> if you are are there kind of for the stories and for the characters. Uh, I, I don't know if having your main character just give a monologue at the end of the season that just sort of explains your message is necessarily going to be the most artful or delicate way that you could have told. Him. I think that's why it's working for me is the acting, and I and I you know I don't I'm not I'm not being super critical of the writing so much in my day in my in my viewing. I think because I really like the acting like a lot like everybody's compelling if anything there isn't enough of the, some of the familiar faces that we usually get on the evil side of things we've barely seen um uh what's her name stravinsky the yeah the two oh, main yeah. bad that's a, that's a problem spoiler alert for this season but the problem with sidelining your two biggest villains is that they can kind of just sort of glower on the sidelines yeah <laughs> you know yeah unless they've got a way to figure it out but then again that's another problem that i've had with the show is that uh, for a show for which the stakes are all encompassing, right? We yeah. are we are talking about freedom and slavery and and uh, 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 
you know, uh, misogyny writ in the most uh, uh, draconian levels that you possibly can imagine. Uh, they've kind of used sort of writery reasons, uh, you know, sort of uh, uh, tricks to sort of keep the pot boiling. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, you know, at, at times has been a little frustrating when you are you don't feel like those decisions are necessarily the things that the characters would do, but, um, you know, it is, it is, it is what it is. I, I liked the first, uh, uh, episode, although I, I was, <laughs> there are times in which you look at some of these characters and you're like, okay, well, obviously they're the good guys because they're the ones trying to bring down this, uh, uh, oppressive, uh, uh regime you know yeah a dictatorial society mm-hmm. um that oppresses uh, a, a one half of uh the, its population by by gender reasons mm-hmm. uh but also it's like boy she definitely just recruited somebody to do something really awful at the end yeah. and like you know it's it's uh, I I get I get it yeah. I guess I get it, yeah. uh, but that's why it kind of reminded me more of like a mob story where it's like, no, this is about. I mean, I guess there, there's there's a fine line between guerrilla warfare and mob story, but uh, it, it it was like okay, I kind of get it in the way that like Tony Soprano would would have his little nephew do a awful thing to prove that they're all in this together. Mm. Yeah, there is a little bit of that, but there's also just like you've got to do. The, the general theme of you got to do a really hard thing during these hard times. And sometimes those hard things get other people killed or a bit getting, you know, you got to make, you got to make the, the least damaging choice possible, but the damage is still there. There's the collateral yeah, yeah, damage. But the it. whole episode was about her shattered innocence. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. The whole episode, the entire plot moves forward on the idea that, oh my God, you shouldn't have had to grow up this fast. So the ending being, oh, well, F it. Let's just go all the way. <laughs> yeah. So by ending, so all the all the episodes of the current season have finally come out? Uh no, he's saying the ending nope. of that first episode of this. Just the ending of that first yeah. episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a little bit behind compared to where I'm at. I'm at well, I'm caught we up. We just so started it because you've been watching Ozark. Uh, so mm. we, we got to the end of season three on Ozark and then decided to take a wee bit of a break. Talk yeah. about a show that just can't figure out exactly <laughs> how to keep the pot boiling. Holy <laughs> smoke. Well, oh, okay. Ozark, you think, really? Yeah. yeah. This just is like a- sometimes, like, all right, so what really matters here? Like, sometimes it's it's the oppressive overwatch of the cartel. Sometimes it's how fast they're going to be able to launder the money. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's, it's the unpredictability of their partners. And, like... <laughs> It, right. They just kind of you rely on them to tell you what you care about this episode mm. because then they'll just do things like talk to FBI agents in public, which would seemingly go against the overarching element of the cartel, or just not mention the money for a couple episodes. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, isn't that like what everybody was like pulling their fingernails out before? Was that like right. five dollars wasn't laundered on time? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I that's that's another one where I'm I'm having a hard time figuring out exactly which shoulder I'm supposed to be looking over. And it's really made me appreciate shows like Breaking Bad and The Americans, which were exceptional at that. Like, you never really felt like, oh, okay, I I, I know where the danger is coming from. Right. I know where this is, you know, going to affect our characters. Well, see, and I was going to ask you this question because it feels like we're kind of circling around to it. Are we 
are there any examples like Breaking Bad pulled it off? I think Better Call Saul seems to be pulling it off. Uh, we'll see how they do in their final season. But so many of these shows peter out in their final act. Like they're, right. And it's usually like a third season or something, um, sometimes beyond. But they just seem to be more and more starting really strong and petering out. The Killing reminded me of this. I love that first season of The Killing. Mm, and then it got, yeah. it got weird. Well, suspense television is hard to do. Yeah. And it was really kind of pioneered by shows like The Shield or um, you know, Breaking Bad kind of took it to a new level. The Americans, I think, was a very, very worthy entry into that. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard. It's hard to to keep your character in a in a corner and then have them escape by the skin of their teeth and then uh, have them get back into another corner. And that's the problem that Ozark kind of fell into was that their solution for getting out of the corner became the exact same thing every right. every time where it was just like, oh, what if we just buy the thing? Oh, okay. So that's... <laughs> Again, we're just gonna. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Like, oh no, we have a tax problem. I'm inventing a few other episodes. Why <laughs> the federal government? Like, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It, it's it's. I mean, that's a show that's that's also extraordinarily well acted. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, 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 the the writing's kind of. Well, well the yeah. irony is the last two things that Damon Lindelof did had amazing endings. I thought anyway. Um, I know you're a little more mixed on how Watchmen went, but I think that I, thing was. I, I also wasn't a gigantic fan of how it middled or began. <laughs> yeah, you weren't a fan of most of it. You didn't love that, but I loved sure. it, and I loved uh, the um, what, what's the other one? Not the Regrettables. What's it called? The Leftovers. Leftovers. No, that, that, that's my that's my call. That's my nickname for Watchmen. <laughs> The Regrettables. <laughs> I loved that show. I loved yeah. it, and I thought yeah, it ended really one. strong. Um, and I just, I guess it's just ironic because he used to be ripped on for how horribly he would end for things. How Lost ended, yeah, and Lost yeah. and other stuff. And it's and it's funny that you know he had you know pretty good run here for the last two, and everyone else seems to be ending them poorly. Like as much as I really enjoyed premise wise, and I still watched every watch second you. of it, but I Why liked was that a good ending. I'm what? not going to let this stand. No, which it was movie? A bad ending. Which movie or which thing? Which show? Watchmen. 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 I like how it ended. ended. It was great. What happened? What was the point? It just it, the point was uh, you know you got the Watchmen and the stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean I don't know. I just I didn't. It, it ended fine. It, and he's not doing any more you know seasons, and it left you wanting more. I think that's well, good. That was my favorite part of the ending was them saying that they weren't going to bastardize the Watchmen anymore. <laughs> See, I think that's what you never got past was just them taking your beloved origin. No, it was stuff. just a bad adaptation. It's fine if you want it. Look, yeah. uh, also, I think that Lovecraft Country came right after it, and it did genre uh, television with very similar messages, including the Tulsa riots, the better than part. Watchmen did. Yeah, like you know that that was like a leftover. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, the Lovecraft Country to me was a great example of a message show where the themes fit the uh, genre elements that they were trying to weave into it. Where you know, I think Watchmen was a show where they had this thing, this like comic book thing that has like very elemental and rich threads and these characters are are important because they're good right 
and then you just kind of totally go away from everything that sort of makes that comic book fine, which is great, right? Whatever, you're adapting it. You can do what you want. But I do think it's it kind of did what the last few seasons of, of Game of Thrones did, where it's like these characters that we follow that we like are good for a reason. They make decisions for a reason. That's why we are invested in it. And so when they start making decisions that don't feel good or or these things that we are watching the show because we want to see resolved, we want to see push forward, are just kind of thrown aside, then you can't help but think, well, then what am I doing here? Why am I watching this? If you wanted to tell a story about a future world uh, uh, in, in Tulsa, you could do that. And you could write all these characters and they could act as strangely as as they want without the idea of the watchman i just didn't think that the the show particularly had a lot of uh uh you know uh understanding of what made watchman great and and how to weave that into what they wanted to do whereas lovecraft country was a show where it's like you want to tell a horror a horror a series of horror stories about racism Boy, they found awesome ways to highlight that. And sometimes the monsters were the monsters that were literally monsters. And sometimes they were, you know, an ominous cop car, you know, trailing a, a, a town with uh, sundown laws. And it's like, that's horror. That's that's playing into the genre and, and getting where you need to go, at least in my opinion. I agree. I love that. I thought that was a really cool series. Brian, did you ever end up watching that? I never I saw Lovecraft Country, but it is, it's on our list. Uh, you should definitely to watch it. To. It's cool. It's, yeah. it was, I hope there's more we're, of that. I don't know if they, they've said, but just wrapping up season two of For All Mankind, which I think is, is a great show. Oh, I need to see. And I've only seen like episode one and then just lost track of time. It's, I liked mm-hmm. what I saw I don't and think I was stoked. I've watched anything on Apple TV except for Ted Lasso. Hmm. Well, if you're going to watch one thing on Apple TV, that is the thing to watch. I'd say, I'd say Mythic Quest is another really good. I've heard very good things about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's an, it's you know, don't think of it as, and I know this wouldn't scare you away from it, but it's not really a video game show. It is an office, yeah, an office comedy about. That just happens to take place in a video game. But I like that they root it in. You know, they work with. Who is it? Ubisoft is the Ubisoft. Yeah, they yeah. they work with those guys on like and you know behind the scenes stuff to make sure they get a lot of that talk right and everything, which I think uh-huh. is just uh-huh. kind of cool to know. Um, but I but I haven't seen that either, so I should probably watch that. But. Sure. Hey, just uh, like Scranton had to learn about what how to how to sell paper. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah that's true. For the realism on that show. That's true. Um, yeah. I have a feeling that uh, if it keeps going as good as it's going, this the show we may be all talking about in a couple of years as being super strong and consistent and hopefully ending well is that uh, Mayor of Newtown. Uh, oh, East Town, Mayor East, of East Town. East Town is it? I mean, that's not even done with its first season. I know, but it's so good so far. It's is so it? Good. Yeah, we haven't watched any of it yet because we're waiting. Uh, we for haven't it. watched any of it. I have heard good buzz. It's got enough buzz that we'll probably wind up watching it. But mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna say that it's gonna be one of those shows when well, it hasn't even wrapped up first season. Like, see if it sticks the landing first. On yeah. the end of their first season. No, I realize. I realize it's you know I don't have I don't have the evidence of multiple seasons yet, but I'm saying so far. That it feels it feels like one of those, and it could fall off the rails, sure. I suppose. But it just feels like uh, I don't know. It's it, it feels like in that category of Breaking Bad, Fargo, Saul, some of those like where it's just you can count on it. It has that feeling. I could be wrong though. By the end, maybe it'll all fart apart. But were you out on the last season of Fargo? Uh, I really liked <laughs> all of Fargo, so I'm a horrible person to ask if you want some 
hard criticism. No, no, I thought- no. I liked it. I, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, 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 of every season. I felt yeah. like, yeah, the last season was the first one where you could kind of start to see the strings a little bit. That like, well, yeah, they, they connect each of the seasons. You mean the? No, no, no. Oh. Just um, you know, uh, when when Fargo the show came out, you're like, how can you take this? beautiful amazing movie mm-hmm. this revered movie mm-hmm. that put the Cohen brothers of all people on the map mm-hmm. and adapted to television and then they did it and you're like what the hell that's insane that's amazing and they did it again you're like that's crazy how do they do it and they did it again and you're like what? these guys are the best and then by the fourth season you're like oh they have a crazy person they have a hero <laughs> they have like it's, it's like all these stories it's like oh you're the you're the the super mean one this season and you're the conflicted hero and you're the pure of heart. Oh, okay. That's I just like they that they they made a mob movie. <laughs> and and sure. it reminded me of Miller's Crossing, another Coen Brothers film that I revere. Yeah. And I I really don't have a. I don't have much to say in the negative about it. It did things I didn't expect. The stuff with um, uh, with Raylan Givens came out of nowhere for me in terms of how it ended. Um, well, that was literally just written for you. Oh, like, it, it totally it, it might was. Have just had XOXO Scott Johnson. Yeah, at the it kind of was. <laughs> it kind of was. That, I admit actor that. Actor playing the super high functioning Mormon detective. <laughs> From Utah, eating cr- like, eating carrots. Might as well call him uh, uh, Gurp or whatever. Like, <laughs> right, might, might as well call him Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. like, well, uh, ma'am, my name is 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 Mad Max Fury Road Johnson. I'm here to solve your case. And he drinks the whole thing of milk and yep, then eats yep, Taco eats Bell in his car. Yeah, you're not wrong. It, it did feel like that was kind of made for me, but I loved all of it, and I'm. I'm only worried that there may not be. I don't know if there's a fifth. Is there a fifth? They haven't said. I don't know what Noah Hawley's doing, but he can't. You know, I mean, everything's in 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 the crazy town blender because of COVID. So it's sure. like you know there was a bunch of stuff like that was shot and some stuff that wasn't. So we're just going to get a weird gap year of stuff, and and I think we're probably going to get a lot of rush stuff just to fill the gap. Oh, I don't love that idea, but I guess I guess that is how it's going to probably go. Um, well, anyway, uh, I like I like it when uh, sometimes politics are boring and we can talk about things in the you know the entertainment sphere. I'm so always we'll, here. I'm always yeah. Here, you're always man. there. You're I, always I, there. I, I am a, <laughs> a jack of all trades. Speaking of which, which reminds one, me that I have not seen the new season of Master of None. But oh, I haven't. I haven't is that oh, a yeah. thing? That's gonna be it. so weird to not have Aziz Ansari be the central. Yeah, he's apparently he cameos in it a couple times. That's what I hear. Yeah. Oh, is that uh, true? He he's not the main dude. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No. Oh. No, this but, is but, a story about his his friend Lena Waithe, uh, who is played by Lena Waithe and her wife. But it's uh, apparently kind of an homage to seventies uh, 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 like marriage dramas, like, like uh, by like Ingvar Berman, and uh, but about a black queer couple. And uh, Aziz Ansari is is in it nominally, I guess. Uh, Interesting. But, Apparently they said that they, they couldn't do another season of Aziz just liking tacos. And so <laughs> I'm trying to remember they, they did that also with um, uh, another show we watched recently. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Julia Roberts was the central focus of the first season. It had to do with a a memory drug, a memory wiping. Oh, wasn't drug. that a podcast adaptation? 
I think it was. Yes, it was. It was a podcast that adapted into a TV series. Julie Roberts was the first season, and then I think Janelle Monae. Yeah, it was the um, took over for the second season, and um, both seasons I thought were really, really good. But it was a weird. It was the same kind of thing. Although Julie Roberts didn't even cameo in, in the second season, she's like, "Yeah, I'm done. That's all." The- yeah. Nor do I think Julia Roberts' dating history was scandalously intervening <laughs> right. seasons, which. Yes. Uh, you know, as as happened to Z's mm. homecoming. That's right. It was homecoming. Yeah, that was that was good. Well, uh, it's been five years since they last did this, right? The show. Yeah, which one? Homecoming? No, yeah. sorry, Master of None. Master, oh, Master of None. None yeah. yeah. I, although, ch- cheers to them for pulling pulling one of the greatest heists of of television history and just setting the first half of their second season in Italy for literally no reason, <laughs> like just yeah. because the the, 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 the the streaming budgets were were, were big enough. And just saying, now we're just going to do literally the same plots we would have done in New York, but we're going to go to Italy. Yeah. I think uh, 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 marvelous right. Mrs. Basil did the exact same. Yes, thing. right. But, we really. Yeah, we're just going to go to France. <laughs> For yeah. uh, pretty much no reason, the characters really aren't going to advance, and then at some point, all the characters are just going to say, "We should go back to New York," and they're just going to be back in New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that they do a lot of that because it's like, how can I work in a vacation uh, to some place I want to go? What do you, George Clooney? Uh, hey, want everybody want to go to uh, Paris for uh, for Ocean's Twelve? What do you say? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, that's that's the Adam Sandler model, right? Yes. Yes. Friends and shoots the movie right. in the place they would otherwise. <laughs> in the place they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of making my next film in a water park. <laughs> I love wow, that. That's that always is, the voice. I love this impression. Yeah. <laughs> this impression of it's pretty of good. Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. Speaking of pretty <laughs> good. No, uh, it's, it's okay. Good it's all. pretty good. No, Jerry's right. It. It's hard. I love it because it sounds like he, like he's a very, oh. a very curious detective. <laughs> like he's 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 on he's on the game. Like you would be a, a detective in a children's movie or something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, but Adam, but Adam Sandler would have all his friends for that too. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah, uh, Justin, you're you're of course a busy man. You got a lot going on this week. Why don't you tell people uh, about some of it and where they can get it? Sure. So uh, Politics, Politics, Politics is the podcast, and we are going to have uh, the great Tom Merritt on tomorrow's episode talking all about uh, ransomware and whether or not the government should step in and do more to kind of protect not only the infrastructure like the Colonial Pipeline, which fell victim to it and led to gas shortages across the East Coast, uh, but also in some other sectors where ransomware has been a real problem for many years now, and it is only getting worse going forward. So uh, uh, you can go ahead and check that out. And then also on Friday's edition of the show, we had a uh, a, a new segment wherein I broke down a old uh, attack ad. Mm. So the 1988 ad weekend passes otherwise known as willie horton which uh, was purported to not only sink michael dukakis's candidacy but also racialized presidential politics uh we investigate both of those claims and i think find them both a little bit wanting but also get a lot of uh, a backstory and information including the fact that that ad was not done by the bush campaign uh it was done by a political action committee before we even had the name political action committee. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. 
Uh, well, you're going to learn a lot. I'm going to learn go a lot. Download the politics, politics, politics. You'll get it, everybody. Uh, Brian. Justin Robert Young, everyone. Take it easy. Play, Have fun. Play the, play the clip. Play the clip. Oh, the clip. Shit. Hold on. Here it is. The jury will now retire. All right. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. No problem. Uh, okay, we have uh, a mashup to play, a bonus mashup. This yeah. is a TMS Origins mashup about tender, crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Finally. Yeah, yes. finally we know where this came from. So let's listen together as Jamie helps us understand. Well, I just got some interesting information this just in about the term hobo. Boop, boop, boop. The word hobo comes from after the Civil War when soldiers were homeward bound. It was a shortening of homeward bound. They are different because they were going somewhere. So the difference is this is a temporary state. You've got nothing but the thing on your back and the hat on your head and the shoes to move you forward, but you are heading somewhere. The theory is. But that got more and more esoteric. Right, because oh, sure. that's what that song "Big Rock Candy Mountain" is about. You know, at some point, it, it stopped becoming like, "Oh, I'm traveling to go get back to Chantilly, Virginia," and instead, it was like, "I'm going, I'm going to this to... fictional place of, of yeah. drunken debauchery." And yeah, there was a Darius Rucker version for a Burger King commercial. I think <laughs> what it was not exactly Big Rock Candy Mountain, if I remember correctly. Right, it was like the Burger King equivalent, like the Whopper Candy Mountain. Or oh, something we're like playing that. this. When my belly starts and I'm jonesing for a treat I close my eyes for a big surprise The tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch What the hell, dude? <laughs> Holy moly You needed a crowbar to fit that many words yeah, in that Exactly <laughs> Oh my gosh oh, yeah, I know they, tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch thing doesn't fit but Squeeze them all in <laughs> Hold on, it's not long, I want to hear the rest of this Folks, don't front you because you got the juice. There's a trainer, ladies coming with a nice caboose. <laughs> never get in trouble, never need an excuse. That's a tender, crisp bacon cheddar ranch. <laughs> <laughs> This is maybe one of the greatest moments in the history of the show. I never saw this. I didn't know this existed. And How that is sexist as hell. I'm shocked that that song has not like been the opening of a uh, of a the morning. Of a TMS. I yeah, am no too. Kidding. I didn't know it existed until just now. And also, I want everybody who writes Brian requesting a cover to say whatever they really want or Darius Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> Either play me the uh, Avenged Sevenfold cover of uh, Cashmere or the Darius Rucker cover of Big Rock Indian. <laughs> I would love that. And then it came to me. That's like, or we could always just play the Bacon Christmas. <laughs> That's just amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So the whole thing's Justin's wow. fault. I would have kept him around for that if I'd have known that. It was all his fault. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. All I didn't right. remember that either. I thought it came up spontaneously with the two of us, but no, no. No memory of it. So that was great. Wow. Oh, geez, Jamie, thank you for that. It's like you're you're an archivist. An archivist. That's right. Archivist. Archivist. Uh, all right. Well done. Brian, tell me all about this poster thing you were Yeah, this is really cool. So if you are even slightly artistic... Or better yet, you're very artistic. Then uh, there's a cool thing going on right now. So every year, um, this year happened to be virtual, but 2022 it's supposed to be back in person. Is the damn short film art festival uh, put on by the um, uh, Boulder City, uh, right by Hoover Dam in Las Vegas or in, in Nevada? And our friend uh, Svetlina from uh, Same Sex Mary is involved in this and helping promote it, help it, help market it. And so every year, she puts together. Uh, a contest for the um, 
uh, for the poster that goes along with the historic Boulder Theater in Boulder City, Nevada. And, uh, and there's just some amazing artwork that goes along with it, some amazing posters that go along with this. It's a chance to not only have your poster get picked and uh, be the poster of the, the official poster of the, what is it, the 18th uh, annual, no, 20th annual. 20th annual, it says here. Or 17th yeah. annual, sorry, 17. It's, well, it says at the top of the banner, but I don't know oh, if that's... Oh, right, 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 16th, right, because 16th was 2020. Yeah. So the 17th annual uh, Boulder Dam Short, or, uh, <laughs> just the Dam Short Film Festival. <laughs> um, uh, but you also get cash, cold hard cash, and uh, two VIP passes, swag, um, two tickets to any 2022 DSFF program, um, and everybody gets something for their time, so... Uh, so check it out. The website is, if you go to Dam Short Film, and that's D-A-M because of the da- Hoover Dam, damshortfilm.org, uh, then you should be able to get to it. Let's see if you can get to it right from that or if you have to go to 2022 poster or contest. I'll put a link in the show notes here for people. Yeah, I'm looking right now. It looks like if you... If you go just to the page, the home page. Just to the home page, can you find the... Oh, it's right away. You can just... Is it? Okay, yeah. good. So if you go right to uh, damnshortfilm.org. Yeah, it's all over the place on this thing. There you go. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. Yep. yep. So cool. design the 2022 Damn Short Film Festival poster. And uh, yeah, lots of great stuff. Uh, deadline is June 1st. So you've, you've got about a week, but uh, um, you know, there's some really creative people in the in the TMS audience. And I think it'll uh, be a really good, good project. Yeah. Go check it out. And uh, that's very cool that they're doing that. They're super involved in all sort of community stuff. And don't forget, James is like a freaking, he's still like a alderman or something. What's his deal? He is a city councilman. City councilman. Yeah. 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 Alderman. What am I even saying? (laughs) He's a comptroller. (laughs) Keeping track. Uh, I will say, I think he told us he's, he's currently mayor pro tem as they're between, um, Oh, really? Is that right? No, maybe not. He's real. He's wielding the big stick right now. Is he? Maybe not. Uh, Oh boy. He's going to hate me for, for forgetting, for, for getting this, uh, uh, roll wrong, but, uh, I'm trying to look it up and see if I can find it. But I'll picture those two you sent me when you were at dinner with them. It's the most James ass picture I've ever seen. Oh just- my god! That and that place, that place had their kind of style. Uh, yeah. No, Bobby Yates is currently the Boulder City um, Mayor Pro Tem. Okay, uh, but um, here uh, you guys can see him. I'll put him up. Yeah, that place was so so their vibe, like cool purple velvet couches and weird lights that that uh yeah. hang down from the ceiling and there's stuff like, like that. drapes and couch that match like yeah this is the, most- the drapes match the couch yeah. i mean look at him he looks like any second now like those even those frames they're wearing they look like they bought them at a freaking hipster yeah. shop i love yeah. it i love it and and uh uh, Svet's hair right now is this cool blue. It looks amazing. It looks really, really cool. Yeah, and, uh, they're awesome. We love those. They guys. are awesome. All right, they're, they're the best people. They the truly are. People. They truly are. Uh, all right, yes. that's it. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. If you are uh, feeling up to it, buy gum. There's a great time for you to join our Patreon because the month is about over. You got five days left or so. So get in there. Patreon.com/slash/tms. 
And if you're trying to contact us, uh, send us your emails, themorningstream at gmail.com. That and all of this can be found in one simple place at frogpants.com slash TMS. Okay. Well, I think we're done. Uh, do you? I don't know. I feel like I could do one more thing. One more thing? Uh, no, we're going to just leave. Oh, well, you know okay. what? All one right. more thing, but it has to be, um, I'm in the mood for music. I can't just have talk. So oh, is there a well, song, okay. maybe? Oh, well, I have, a, I have something. What? This might work, Scott. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Andreas from Denmark wrote in and said, Hi, Brian, and Scott in parentheses. Well, geez. Long-term <laughs> listener, first-time birthday song wisher. As I'm turning the not-too-insignificant age of 38, I would love to get a request in for the 25th of May or thereabouts. I'm a big fan of 90s rock. I would love to request a song, a cover of or by Garbage. The more obscure and the more rocky, the better. Oh. Uh, Thanks, and I would like Two Oregon Fish Sandwich. So he (laughs) writes, Two Oregon Fish Sandwich. And the way I think it is, I think think he's saying that if you think – Two Oregon fish sandwich, and listen to the guy saying too early to get a fish sandwich, you might start hearing two Oregon fish sandwich. All right, let's try it and hear what we hear. So okay. think Oregon. Here we go. Hey, two Oregon fish sandwich. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, two man. Oregon fish sandwich. You've ruined it for us. Man. I love it. Man. That's great. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Andreas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so how about an obscure cover by Garbage? They contributed back in 2003 to a tribute to the Ramones called We're a Happy Family. Mm-hmm. And for that, they did a cover of the Ramones song, I Just Want to Have Something to Do. This rocks, and uh, you're going to love it. Here is Garbage covering the Ramones, I Just Want to Have Something to Do.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm doom fisting. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.